Welcome to the Garbage Pod. One pod, one load of garbage. 29 and 28. Remanded in custody. There's something ripping curious about this broadcast. Everybody and welcome to the Garbage Pod. Now, this is a double whammy for us because uh, this is episode 40, so we're celebrating our 40th episode, and we're better to do it than right here in Olympia. Why are we in Olympia? Well, it's the Great British Beer Festival, and uh, it is very, very busy right here. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, we're expecting um, Bruce Dickinson to come on stage in a little while to uh, uh, make a few announcements um, so we'll see if we can get over there and um, hopefully we'll get a few words but you know what these things are like it's very very doubtful that it's going to happen um, but it's going to be really good fun and uh, I'm not on my own here today uh, I have the one and only Alan Taylor Shearer with me how you doing sir? Hello! I'm very well thank you Thanks for uh, inviting me along to this, Mark. I'm really looking forward to it. It's uh, something that uh, we've been wanting to cover for a long while. We, we did actually get press uh, accreditation last year, but due to uh, unforeseen circumstances, we couldn't actually do it. Um, so I was happy when they agreed to um, let us come again this year. Um, it's been a long time coming because we had a, a few things we had to sort out to get here. Um, paperwork and, and whatnot, and uh, a bit of a challenge getting here today as well, wasn't it, Alan? Uh, yes, just a tad. <laughs> Trains were missed, um, driving was done, parking was found. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm actually not looking forward to the parking charges at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, this being that London and all that. Yeah, and this being one of these places where you can get very good parking but um, because of that fact they've got you over the barrel as oh dear that was a bit oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was it you were expecting what did you think it was going to be I don't know to be honest because I I'm not really um, very clued up on, on Olympia because I'm used to Ells Court so it's a completely different setup here but it looks more like a a huge train station. I was thinking railway station as well. Yeah, it's um, all this uh, ironwork that uh, arches across uh, as the roof, and then uh, kind of good glass across, kind of like um, uh, Ali Pali or somewhere like that yeah. uh, back in the day. But I think these these kind of buildings were built roughly about the same sort of time anyway. So yeah, and. Uh, Shall we walk and talk and see what yeah, we find as we go around? Let's, uh, let's start. Because uh, we're here at the uh, Camera Best British Beer Festival, is that right? Have I got that right? It's the Great British Beer Festival, yeah. Great British Beer Festival. Or the, or the GGG, the GBBF. The GBBF. <laughs> okay. So, uh, for press day, 
it's uh, very, very busy, which is good to see. Loads of people walking around sampling the, uh, the ales. So, uh, do you know what kind of uh, quantity of different ales we've got on, on today? I believe there's something like 128 different breweries taking part. Okay, so each of those 128 breweries will have uh, anywhere between three and ten different brews. So um, that's a lot of different beers. Over a thousand different beers then. Pretty much. And they gave you a glass as we came in, didn't they? Yes. We got a free glass as we came in, which is... uh, So, are you going to be filling that... Um, not filling it as such. Um, I think I'll, what I'll be doing is sticking to a third of a pint, okay. and uh, that way I can sample more beers. Uh, because I think if you have a pint, you have two or three of some of some of these brews that they've got here, and you, you can forget the rest of the day pretty much. And with with a thousand to try, I don't think even the hardiest of drinkers would make it to the end of the day. I think some will attempt it, but uh, yeah. Now there's lots of fancy dress. I'm seeing some Star Wars characters over there. Oh, yes. uh, there was lots of uh, drums being banged earlier, and it sounded like they were parading some of the ales in, or some of the brewers or pubs even in. Well, if you look carefully at the Stormtroopers, uh, they've actually got drums as well. So they're actually Stormtrooper drummers. And they're not the most sprightly? Uh, no. Uh, I think if, you, if, you, if you're talking about the, uh, the, the phrases in the Star Wars movies, they are, um, aren't you a little bit too heavy to be a Stormtrooper? Yeah. <laughs> aren't, you a li- aren't you a bit old to be a Stormtrooper? <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's have a walk around, let's see what we can find, and uh, we shall rejoin the podcast again shortly. Excuse me, what's the one you've just tried? Uh, sorry, that's uh, uh, Copper House, Wibblers Brewery. First impression? Uh, nice, nice, quite a zingy. Um, you can't see it, it's a pale beer. Uh, nice and clear, well, I could say nice and clear. Slightly cloudy, but it's, it's okay, yeah, it's good, good condition. Now, my colleague Mark here has tried the raspberry, can't taste raspberry. Okay. So... Any aftertaste, anything, anything? There is an aftertaste, yeah. There is an aftertaste. I think he's gone sort of quite um, Burton on the water treatment, so I can taste a bit of, uh, you know, sulfuriness afterwards. But um, after, it's a good beer. It's a nice beer, yeah. Supping or knock it back? Say that again? Sipping or supping? Let me, let me just have a little bit. I could sub that, yeah. 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 Good man. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. You'll find actually that there's a lot of supping beers. Um, real ales tend to be something that you, you savour rather than just get rid of like you would with a lager. Yes, you just want to get rid of it. Right, so if you want to consult the uh, if you want to consult the guide and we'll see where we're heading next and uh, we'll return from the great British beer. You're listening to The Garbage Pod, where your input is our output. We've managed to get fairly close to the stage. Not ideal, because we're off to one side, but we're here. 
So what is it Bruce is doing today, Mark? Well, he's doing a couple of things, actually. He's uh, obviously promoting the Iron Maiden beer, the Trooper Ale, and he's also uh, announcing the, uh, the Champion of Britain uh, beer. And um, hopefully uh, he should be on stage any moment now. I think they are ready. He's probably having a, a lovey fit, possibly. Yes. Do, do you think Bruce Dickinson's a lovey? These days more than he used to be. Um, but he, he's, uh, how can I put it, a very educated fella, isn't he? He's a yes. um, private he's a school and um, a fencer. And, and uh, I'm very much into his history. Yeah, jetliner pilot as well. Well, haven't they got their own Iron Maiden? Yes, they have. Seven or seven of them. Yeah. Uh, 666 is its flight number. Okay, then. <laughs> well, we're still waiting. So, Mark, um, what is, uh, is there anything other than, uh, other than Bruce Dickinson that you're looking forward to seeing today? Well, there's uh, a few people that I want to try and get round to if I, if I can find out where they are. There's a few breweries that uh, the Garbage Garbage have been involved with, and uh, hopefully we can meet up with them today. amongst the ranks, Mark. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in her shoes at this moment in time. But she's only the sign language. Yeah. So she, she, appears to be, she appears to be getting the, the brunt of uh, some abuse from the audience. But the good thing is that she can shout abuse at them back and no one's going to know what she's going on about. <laughs> Thank you. And every week, two pubs are converted into supermarkets. 
urgency. Every day, Cameron is contacted by campaigners who are fighting to save their local public. But without the government stepping in to close these loopholes, community groups are fighting a losing battle. People are sharing their own local examples on their brand new website. There's no point in shouting at me, the, mic, the guys with the sound are over there. So please, so, so please log on to pubsmarter.org.uk and see how you can make a difference. At this year's Great British Beer Festival, we are stepping up our campaign to ensure local people have a say in the future of their community. Please pick up a postcard today, fill it in and drop it in one of the ballot boxes which are dotted around the festival and urge your MP to support the campaign. The small change to planning law could save hundreds of pubs. So please help us make it happen. And now what you've all been waiting for. Bro. 
and Salopian, Hawk Twister. Silver, Hawk's Head, Cumbrian Five Hop. And the champion Golden Earl of 2014, Oakham Citra. Strong bitters in bronze medal. Loch Ness Hoppiness. The silver goes to Blue Monkey A Pale. And the 2014 champion strong bitter is Church End Fallen Angel. Speciality beers. Bronze medal is Peakales Chatsworth Gold. The silver offbeat way out wheat. And the gold medal winner and champion speciality beer for 2014, Salt Air Triple Chocoholic. the champion winter beer of Britain, which was the Dunham Massey, Dunham Porter, this Porter. The stout was the Cairngorm Blend Gold, the Barley Wines was the Kimber over the edge, and the Old Ale Strongwell X Valley Winter Go. They went forward to the, to the Supreme Final, which we'll announce in a second. We also judged the real ale in a bottle yesterday, and in bronze medal place is Spire Prince Igor's Imperial Russian Stout. The silver medal went to St. Oscar's proper job. And the gold medal and champion bottle beer of Britain for 2014 is Marble Chocolate Marble. That is all going to be going to now hand over. It's been a great pleasure to introduce our special guest, who will announce the overall gold, silver and bronze champion beer of Britain. This person is best known for fronting one of the world's biggest rock bands and more recently for jumping head first into the world of brewing. Trooper Ale has sold over 5 million pints worldwide and is already proving to be very popular at the Great British Beer Festival. So, I'd like you to put your hands together for Bruce Dickinson, lead singer of Iron Maiden. Shots of vodka, Red Bulls, or whatever it is they drink. No, 
That's one reason why people don't go to pubs. So, you know, I'm, I'm relatively old-fashioned and traditional about things. I like a pub where you can have a really nice pint of beer, where you can meet people, where you can talk to people, and where you don't have to shout over some really awful music that's been inflicted. So my two minutes is up, and what you really want to know is what should be uh, your tipple of choice uh, over the next few hours. And, well, in bronze category, so there'll be a mini stampede there going for Salopian Darwin's Original as the bronze winner. Boatmaker's always been the Cinderella to landlord in our family of beers, and so it couldn't be nicer to want it to this time. Thank you. And what are you going to be bringing for next year? What are we what? What are we going to be bringing for next year? Well, whatever they select. <laughs> All our beers are good. Excellent. Thank uh, you. Landlords won a few times, and we're thrilled they chose Boatmaker because it's a favourite at the brewery. Brilliant. Thank you. Crichton, what are you doing, man? Oh, sir. I'm listening to the Garbage Pod. It's a podcast I found in the potosphere. Okay, so they announced the winner. Well, Bruce Dickinson announced the winner. Which was? It was Timothy Taylor's... um, not a very popular choice, by all accounts. Well, no, I noticed that. There seemed to be a kind of ripple of... Ugh. The main reason for this is that Timothy Taylor's is quite a big brewery. Uh, it's up there with the likes of your John Smiths and, and um, brews like that. Um, there's a lot of independent brewers out here, and it means more to them than it does one of the big boys. That'll be just another trinket to put on their shelf. See, the managing director, or I assume it was the managing director that I spoke to as he came out, um, obviously, well, I say obviously, he seemed pleased to receive the award, and when I asked him what he'd be bringing to the table next year, he just said, well, whatever they decide. Which is a little bit non-committal, to say the least. Well, you know, everything's done in these... Um, 
business meetings and things like that. Nothing is uh, done from ground roots. Whereas with a smaller outlet, um, everybody, it's all hands-on and you, you, you can actually taste it in the beer. There's more feeling put into it. Um, I must admit, I have tried some of the Taylor and I quite like it, but it's, it's not the point. The, the principle is that it's a big boy winning the award. Uh, so that's like coming to a cider award and like Magnus winning it or something. Yeah, pretty much. It's uh, not very popular choice at all and uh, rather unfortunate, really, because um, we're all here for the same reason, um, to keep beer alive. And, um, well, it just gives a little bit of a, a, a negative, negative taint to it. And, uh, yeah really unfortunate and I think that's something that we have to reflect today because that was the outcome that's it and that seemed to be the um, the consensus of the crowd and the consensus of the people that uh, that were in the audience um, very disappointed yeah I mean uh, some of the announcements that were made um, <coughs> excuse me uh, about some of the uh, smaller uh, for example, one of the uh, the brews that was, I think he got one of the bronze uh, awards was by a company called Blue Monkey. Uh, Blue Monkey is pretty much set up in some, you know, it started in somebody's garage and it's blossomed from there. But it is, um, they do a wonderful range of beers and an actual cheer, a big cheer went up when they actually won something today, uh, which I... I must admit, I was cheering as well, so... <laughs> yeah, it's always good, because uh, for me, um, I'm always the, 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 the champion of the, of, the, of the underdog, really. I always champion the underdogs, yes. and uh, it's always good when these small businesses actually win something. And I think that's something that the audience wanted to see today. I think so. I really do think so. Um, so, so really, the, the, the board, the committee, the, the tasters, whoever it was... People your age I have got Ebola, I'm sure. So it seems that the um, judging panel for camera um, made an error today. I really think so. Um, I also noticed today that... Um, the, the guy that's in, in charge of the whole operation at camera, um, I can't remember what his name is now, um, but he's not very popular himself, as you probably was yeah, I noticed aware. that he came up to the microphone, there was, was a boo, and then, but when his colleague arrived, it was a little bit more positive. This, the, 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 the head guy, he's new, um, he, through, uh, he was voted in, um, he's not very popular, the, the guy... I don't know if you heard, there was a chant going out saying, bring back Roger. Okay. Uh, now, Roger is uh, Roger Protz, who was uh, in charge of um, camera for a, a long, long time. He's actually the editor of the, uh, the Good Beer Guide. So there's not a lot he doesn't know about beer. Um, and he's a really nice guy. He actually went to the opening of one of the brew house pubs that I went to and uh, he, he can tell some really good stories actually. Um, so new boy's being voted in, do we know much about him? 
I don't know a, a lot about him at all. Um, but uh, as, you, as, as you can tell, he's, he's not very popular with, with the, the breweries. So it'd be interesting to see what he has to do to turn favour around to him. Um, so but you see, obviously, that's going to have an impact on the camera of the organisation as well, isn't it? Yes, very much so. Um, but and especially uh, at this time of the year, when they're trying to get campaigns going, they're trying to spread the word about these small businesses who should be getting our support. First off, a big major brewer gets the gets the win. And their head man isn't very popular. It doesn't bode well, does it? It doesn't. Um, I'm just hoping that he's got some ideas that can turn it all around and, and make it and make it positive. I mean, the big campaign that they're putting uh, together at the moment, which was mentioned in the announcements about balloting and um, putting the word across to your local MPs. Um, Hopefully that will uh, be a big way in uh, pushing things forward. Yeah. Well, let's hope so. So, what's the next step then, Mark? Where do we go? Well, I've just noticed that we are at the Trapeze Artist Bar, which is B5. <coughs> I think I do need a drink because I'm very, very hoarse. Yeah, I think we've both got Ebola. <laughs> and I've just noticed on that list there, at the top, is the Dominion... Raspberry wheat ale. Oh, the now this is one that you mentioned in the car coming down. That's right. Um, now, uh, Dominion is a is a brewery that I'm very familiar with. Um, we have a lot of dealing with them at the, at the Garbage Pod. Um, they've been featured in the show a couple of times. Actually, they're going to be featured in a, a future show as well uh, because we have one of their brews to try for a review. Um, so, how much have they sent? Uh, they've only sent a bottle. Oh dear! But it's enough to sample, and um, you don't want too much of it because it, it they make a very different kind of show altogether. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm I'm hoping that I can and talk with the the head brewer today, uh, a guy called Andy Skeen. Um, and uh, he can tell us a little bit about it for the review show. Well, let's stop talking about it. Let's get head over to that bar. Okay, let's go. Hello, Vin Yankee. If I come into your pub, will I get a firkin of ale? Certainly, sir. You can have a firkin pie, you can have firkin fish and chips, and watch the firkin firkin on the firkin telly. Bloody Americans. Well, our barman may be a bit of a lad, but two lads you won't want to miss are Phil Clark and Mike Lingerfelter down at the Britain Yankee. Join them every fortnight in Chicago's very own online British pub, where you'll join in some good old pub chat and perhaps even enjoy a pint of your favourite ale. Check the boys out at www.thebritainyankee.com and remember, no MP3 player or iPod is necessary. All you need is a computer and some speakers. So we'll see you down the pub, and until then, cheers. Yeah, I've just been round to B5. I've just had a yeah, yeah, sample. Yeah, doing the raspberry wheat. Yeah. I say it's, it's an interesting brew because it doesn't taste like a wheat beer. Yeah, well, it's a wheat beer.
wheat beer base with raspberries on top of it. Because I got the aroma of the of the of the raspberries as it yes. kind of came through. Because I'm not a biggest fan of wheat beer, but it doesn't taste like a wheat beer to right. me. It's more like um like a pale ale. Really? Yeah. Where I, do you get that? Yeah. Okay. I've got a pale ale flavour to it, um, which is good because. My experience of uh, wheat beers in the past, uh, I mentioned it to Alan on the way in, was that the um, best way of describing it was if you get some cornflakes and pour beer over it rather than milk, mm-hmm. there's your wheat beer. Yeah, okay. Um, but I didn't get it. I didn't get that. Right, okay. I, so I, I, it's, um, it's a very much a, a sucking beer. Um, and so one is going to savour more than would do... That's normally what you get with lagers and things like that. You just knock it back and get rid of it. But yeah, very much a suffering Well, that was the first beer I had when I got here today. And just want to go, you know, you get to a beer festival, you want to check your own beer, make sure everything's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I had had a little sifter of that. That was, it was just fine. Yes, it didn't taste like a wheat beer, but it tasted right. You know, it was, was, the aroma of raspberry was there. That's fine. The taste was, yeah, ailey, a little bit ailey with a touch of raspberry there, but not massively. That's that's the thing. But yeah, it turned out, as far as I'm concerned, it turned out turned out fine, and people who are drinking it were returning good comments and stuff. So that's fine by me. But, uh, yeah, it's just really not. It's not one we do all the time. It's it's one that's mainly for beer festivals. Yeah, I thought so because I, I don't I, I can't remember seeing a wheat beer in your. Our wheat beer is a constant. We do an right. N1 wheat beer as part of the portfolio. We do that. Raspberry wheat, that is festivals, special occasions, special requests. But, um, yeah, I believe it went down quite well. And um, it's, um, it's it's not one that I've come across before. So it's... it's, it, doesn't, it's it doesn't get out much. That's why. Yeah, I won't have it over in Letchworth. You know, it's, a, it's not one we bottle generally. Might be, might do in the future if, it, if, it, if we want to do it, but we got enough on our plate as it stands. It's not a priority. So, you know, in Letchworth, I'll bring over what, what I normally do. Yeah. Uh, and maybe, you know, maybe next time at Letchworth's uh, Food and Garden Festival, I'll bring over a little polypin of, of the raspberry wheat and see what see who likes it or whatever. You know, that sort of stuff. Yeah, you taste, yeah. it up, taste it over there. But, um, and then again, maybe if I'm getting into pubs around Letchworth and Baldock and all that, I'll be you know, maybe raspberry wheat might make an appearance in there yeah. as well. So, so it's all it, there. Is it more of a a beer that's for the summer for you? Yes, or? yeah, it's a summery beer, certainly. Yeah. 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 Now, so what have you been what have you been trying since you've been here? I've uh, been, been trying um, a few other unfined beers from other breweries to see what they're like. Some other breweries who I've seen that come up on the radar, uh, like Twitter radar or Facebook radar and general radar or whatever, and just never ever tried their beers. And so, and, and just following sort of people I'm with and all that, and see what they're trying, and I'll, I'll try them as well, sort of thing. So, uh, yes, it's no, there's no specific plan to this at all. It's just to take it as it comes. And I'm meeting people from my past, brewing past, and possibly people from people from my brewing future. You never know. So that's right. That's, that's the right. way it works. What these places are all about is yeah. you never know who you're going to bump into. Yeah. So did you did you catch any of the announcements earlier? Uh, no, I didn't. But I, I've heard that Timmy Taylor's something. I don't know what beer it is. It, it's not Landlord. Has been. Uh, 
champion beer of Britain. Yeah, it didn't didn't prove popular with the crowd. I don't even know the beer existed. You know, it's like it's it's, it's just one of these beers. It's like Timmy Taylor's what? Never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's more to the fact that it was it was Timmy Taylor to be honest with you, because yeah. being one of the bigger boys, um, it didn't go well with some of the smaller independent brewers. It's not that necessarily. Timmy Taylor's is one in the past. There's no problem with that, but with their landlord, you know, one of their stock beers that they do all the time. You know, this one's like, since when have they been doing this one? I've, I've never heard of it. No, I can't you know, say not I that have. I follow Timmy Taylor's on a daily basis, but, um, you know, uh, it's a new name on me as of today. So, oh, they won it. Good, good on them. Well, fair enough. That's okay. They won it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> So what do you suggest now for, for us to, to try? What have you tried so far? Well, I've only tried yours at the moment, because I've only just got one. So, um... You can try... What's something fruity or malty? I think a bit more fruity, actually. Okay. Go for Tiny Rebel Fubar or Triple F Citrusonic. One of those two. Okay. Yeah. I'll give that a go. They'll be, they'll be. That's American hop. Citra is an American trademarked variety of hop. They do that sort of thing. They trademark the varieties um, and the name. So um, it's very, very tropical fruit. Very, very sort of grapefruity and all that sort of stuff. Try that and see what you think of that. Okay. We'll do. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. All right. No worries. Right, so that was Andy Skeen. Andy Skeen. Yeah, from, from Dominion Brewery and Pitfield Breweries. Uh, Dominion is his main concern. Pitfield is uh, a brewery that he acquired from a friend a few years ago. Um, and that's the organic side of the brewery. <clears throat> um, so I've known Andy for coming up for three years now. And uh, has been featured on the garbage pod a couple of times and uh, yeah he's a genuine guy really nice as, as I say he's from Canada from, Canada, from Toronto and um, yeah he's, he's one of the nicest guys you'd like to meet to be honest so he advised you to try a couple of beers which one did you pick? well originally I picked the triple F uh, Citrusonic um, but they've run out okay which so you've gone for I've gone for the Tiny Rebel Fubar it's 4.4%. Yep. Um, does it taste like 4.4%? It does, actually. It's it's not um, uh, kick you in the head, <laughs> if you like. Um, I have to be very careful on what beers I can actually have because of a medical condition. Anything over six, uh, on a third of a pint, I'll be all right. But if I had a pint of something over 6%, um, I would be in a little bit of pain right now. So this medical condition, does it involve your legs going going wobbly and rubbery you could say that it involves my uh, big toe uh, being in extreme pain okay <laughs> so you chose the I chose uh, the foobar uh, from uh, as I say it's from Tiny Rebel I'm just going to have a it does t- smell kind of fruity um, there is an acidic um, taste to it um, 
Yeah, uh, Andy was saying that was that there was going to be a citrus hit to them both. Um, yes, there is a very uh, citrus acidic kind of feel to it. It is. Um, this is very much a summery beer too. Um, not so much a supping beer, um, but this is ideal for a barbecue. Absolutely All ideal right, for so a barbecue. Summertime, hot weather. Yep. Um, the good thing about these beers, and a lot of our overseas friends might disagree with British beers saying they're too warm, but this would be great chilled uh, and served at a barbecue. Um, but what our overseas friends don't realise is we keep a lot of our beers at room temperature or ales at room temperature. When you realise that the temperature here is not quite as high as it is in, say, America and California or wherever, yeah. uh, there's a good probably five or six degrees difference. And in those hotter regions, it is it is important to chill it. Oh, yes. Um, unfortunately, though, with real ales, if you start to, to chill them, uh, a lot of the flavour disappears um, so that's why you have to keep it at room temperature but I guess you could probably chill it to British room temperature which I believe is about 20 21 and a half degrees Celsius right so <laughs> so that's chill then. yeah <laughs> it is for an American okay so uh, the beer is citrusy it's fruity you'd have it to a, a barbecue yeah anything else you notice about it I don't think you'd have a problem with these. You could have a couple of these and not actually feel it. It's it's not it's not strong beer, um, and you could get away with you know a, a, what I call a session session beer if you like. Yes. Um, and it does. Um, it's it's how can I put it? It's non-offensive. It's very non-offensive. Um, it's just a nice, gentle beer. Um, I, I think it's one of these beers that you could probably if you was to convert from lager into real ale this would be a good candidate Spanhead Productions are a small independent sound recording company based in rural Hertfordshire we specialise in creating content for all your podcasting needs whether it be field recordings fox pops or capturing the atmosphere during social events editing is a very time consuming job so Spanhead Productions are on hand to take away some of the burden for you just advise us on how you'd like your content to sound and we will do the rest we can even help you design and manage a website for your podcast too visit us now spanheadproductions.weebly.com that's spanheadproductions.weebly.com so uh end of the day end of the beer festival we've had a good look around everything um we've seen the awards and uh, we talked about what we felt about that um how would you sum up the day mark it's been loud very loud um especially when we were waiting for the announcements to be made there was a a few voices raised um but it's not like any other beer festival i've ever been to it's the biggest beer festival in the uk and the buzz around here is just something that i've never felt so um for me it's a first and um hopefully we can come back again sometime soon well not soon but next year maybe 
So, um, thanks very much to Olympia, thanks very much to Camera, and thanks very much, Mark, for allowing me to tag along today. I've enjoyed it. Always a pleasure to have you on board, sir. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode of The Garbage Pod. Visit www.thegarbagepod.weebly.com for the show notes for this or any other episode of The Garbage Pod or TGP Extra. Just look for the podcast section in the menu. While you're on the website, why not have a nose about? You can find a little bit more about me and the rest of the crew and find out what's going on in the podosphere by reading the blog and much, much more. Let us know what you think of the show. Send an email to garbagepod at virginmedia.com. Because your input is our output. Or you can use the social media icons at the top of the website, which include Twitter and Facebook. If you would like to subscribe to the show, you can do so via iTunes, the RSS feed, TuneIn and Stitcher On Demand Radio. You can also listen to rebroadcasts of the show on the 1800 Online Network at www.1800online.weebly.com. If you look on the right-hand side of the podcast page, the blog or the video vault, you'll see a little button there that says Donate. If you like what we do and you feel that you could give us a little something just to help us out a bit, we'd be most appreciative. And don't forget to spread the word about us. Thanks for listening, and I'll speak to you again soon. Take care. The Garbage Pod is a Spamhead production.